What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. Uh, you can thank... So for the audio version of the show, we had to redo the intro music because Audacity fucked us. It wasn't even OBS's fault. It was Audacity's fault. And I, you know what I genuinely think the problem was? When you said that the mixer wasn't on when I thought it was on before, because oh, it was on yeah. before. So Got it. I think it shut itself off or something happened, and Audacity's like, oh, what the fuck's going on anymore? And, and I had to... Fucking close it, reopen. It's like, yeah. oh my god, okay, got it. <laughs> this episode two ninety six for the week of July sixteenth, twenty twenty three. The title of this week's episode is pre qualifying for the qualifier. Oh my god, fucking pre qualifier is so stupid. That's besides the point. My name is Josh AK JK Fire. This week I'm joined by the man in the AFC Richmond. Uh, shout out Ted Lasso sweatshirt. Will AKA I, Mister Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Monday? afternoon i'm doing all right man uh how are you i'm great great huh yeah all right we'll i'm take great that. <laughs> fucking great um to those that are tuning into live show hope everyone's having a great fucking day slash night slash morning wherever you are in the world um real quick aura force riz merkin uh fox show enough rainwater uh Bully! ash Terraform, excuse me, just catching up real quick here. Jaren Head Honcho, Crunchy Dad, All in Juan, and Wonderlander. Welcome, guys, to the live show. Hope everyone's having a great fucking night. We got a lot to talk about. That was a South Park Canadian reference right there for you, ladies and gentlemen, as we're not even in Canada. So that's fun. Um, Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show? Yeah, what do we got? The HS Map Rotation update for Split 2 has been announced. A bigger conversation around the ranked experience in Halo Infinite. In other words, we're going to go over the um, what was said in the Discord chat that had happened over on the Halo channel. Tashi was a part of that, talking about the ranked experience in Infinite. We're going to talk through all the talking points there. The CEO of Native, Native Gaming provides Visa context, which is great to hear. Um not great how things shaped up, but just great that he provided a statement. Yeah. Um, the SSG pre-qualifiers have concluded, which means qualified teams will now compete in the qualifier. Do you understand how stupid that sounds? Because it sounds pretty stupid, but whatever. And then our topic of putting some fucking respect on the casters and analysts in esports. Because, yeah, I got... Oh, man. Did you get heated over the I don't conversation? Wanna, or no, I don't want to rant about oh, it. I okay. just, I'm fucking so, I, we'll get to it. We'll get to it on the topic. I might rant. Who fucking knows? All right. Well, do you want to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> words are hard today. Words really are hard. Let's get into some competitive news. J-Man wants to host a Destiny and Halo crossover tournament. This is by J-Man. He says, I've been considering hosting a Destiny and Halo crossover tournament, and I'm looking at a field interest. It's Destiny maps in Halo. Modified settings, so reduced time to kill and thruster starts, and elimination and clash modes um, from the Destiny side of things. Interested in competing and helping? Let him know, and you retweet it to spread awareness. Everything's included in the Google Doc, the show notes of the show, exclamation point show notes in the chat. Aura says, I'm expecting a rant. You might get one. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and With see. With Destiny maps and Halo, though, like there's a lot of jumps that wouldn't be able to be made, mm -hmm. or you'd have to scale them down a lot. Which they might just look weird then. I don't know. I don't know either. There but was it, one there was one that was shown off in the video of his tweet. It looked pretty good. Also, okay. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. 
Um, SSG teases new Halo merch is by SSG. They put out a tweet that said, uh, in a folder of Space Station Gaming is another folder of eSports, which is another folder of Halo, which is another folder of Top Secret, which is another folder of new Halo and SSG merch, soon TM. And then there is a first look at the merch, included in the show notes, and it has been confirmed via reply by Space Station Gaming that, remember what I asked about last week, Will? Yeah. It will be available online after the event has concluded hell fucking yeah daddy thank you for the bit bit by bit tell fun the new ssg merch hashtag bit by bit hell yeah man seriously i was well i i had posted in discord today because i saw that the tweet went out and i'm like whoever's going there let me know in a dm i need you to get me the merch yeah and shout out uh, multiple people who reached out for that. Um, but then I forgot exactly who, and I apologize for forgetting, but somebody replied in that Discord thread that uh, SSG had already said that it'll be available online after the fact too. And that's fucking rad. Ronan says no club membership required. I know, right? No fucking crazy, right? No fucking optic gold bullshit. What's up, PD? Welcome back. It's good to see you. Hope you're having a great fucking night. Get it? Merch should be awesome. I'm bummed it won't be an SLC for it. I'm bummed too, man. I'm bummed too. But it kind of makes sense in the sense that fucking goalie snipers weddings the weekend before. I'm like, fuck. Fuck you, Justin, for getting married the weekend before the <laughs> event. Uh, Game Crazy John with the two-month resub. You get a woo! Thank you very much, man. It's good to see you. SSG invitation will be everything we thought the optic major would have been. I hope so. I hope so. Um, I'm and this is no detriment to SSG. I'm just going to keep my expectations in check because this isn't a major, right? So this doesn't have to be at what I would consider a major caliber caliber level. Um, and I know that they're doing everything they can to make it the best event they can. Uh, we'll talk about that soon as a matter of fact. So I'm going to keep my expectations in check, but I have a feeling that my expectations won't be lowered. Okay. Um, I have full faith in them. I have full faith in them. All right, moving on. HGS year two map rotation update by 343. The equipment, as seen in matchmaking since season four release, the new equipment quantum translocator, in other words, the continuum transfunctioner, and threat seeker have entered the scene on various maps. These were not utilized at the HGS Major Arlington, which was a shit show anyway, but are now in effect and will be used at all upcoming tournaments, including the next event on August 4th through the 6th at an HGS Global Invitational hosted by Space Station Gaming. Um, head honcho, hope you are there as well, because the plan is to still go to that one. Um, so there's that solitude. Additionally, season four has been, has brought solitude, you know, the remake of the fan favorite halo five map plaza, except it's all gray, not gray, just gray, just gray. It's fucking gray. It's a lot of gray, all gray. One shot on gray. Yep. <laughs> Effective immediately, Solitude is in the official HCS map rotation for tournament play with the following modes. Slayer, Strongholds, and King of the Hill. Removals. For the map rotation, it's important that we're not just adding, but removing at the same time in order to maintain a healthy number of map and mode combinations in the rotation. If there are too many, then the overall quality of play decreases as teams struggle to practice and master all of them. If there are too few, then tournaments become stale and uninteresting. Effective immediately, the following map and mode combinations have been removed. 
from the rotation. Slayer on Empyrean. Strongholds on Streets. And King of the Hill on Streets. In the spring, HCS conducted a survey with the league's pro players as well as amateur players who competed on the Faceit platform this year to gather feedback on the gameplay meta, including map and mode combinations. These three were, by a wide margin, the lowest rated out of all map and mode combinations in the rotation. That is the information we used to make the decision, in addition to in-game telemetry based on balance, and we thank the competitors for their time in filling out the survey. These will remain in the ranked arena matchmaking playlist for a short period longer. Recharge. For the HCS Major in Arlington, we removed Recharge from the map rotation for pool play and championship bracket due to an issue that was causing instability for the map Recharge. We believe we have resolved this issue and our internal testing has been resulting in a restoration of stability for the map for observers. Rechargeably used as originally planned for the remainder of the season. Unless due to bug fixes or emergent and several uh, and severe issues that require quick address, these will be the last major changes to the gameplay meta until after the Halo World Championship on October 13th through the 15th. Um, the only uh, rap hand, rap hands, thank you for the follow, welcome to the live show. My only complaint, and I fully understand how fucky the spawn situation is on Empyrean. It just, I am one of the very few people in this world that I feel that loves Slayer and competitive Halo. Like, I I love it. The reason why I love it is because even, and I know what you talked about, like, you, it could be very stalemate or it can have an absolute blowout. Yeah. My thing with the blowout is at least the game's done quicker. That, there's that. But for just personally, the reason why I love Slayer so much in competitive Halo is because of those potential 49-49 moments. Even, hell, I'll even go as far as to say like the potential 35-35 going into overtime moments where both teams are like on the edge of their seats, not wanting to give up that kill, which gives the team the lead by the end of the clock. So you still have like a few minutes to work together as a team and try to eke out that win. So maybe that's just me. What's up, Brooks? Welcome back. Go ahead. And So you're, you're talking about that from a... Spectator side. Yeah, 1,000% strictly from a spectator standpoint. I love how a Slayer is able to be watched. Sure. The, I've been playing more eights recently than just Ranked Arena or whatever. Sure. I am beginning to dislike Slayer. Mm. Playing with people of that caliber and level. Mm-hmm. Um. There's just something about it. I don't know how to describe it yet for myself, but I'm starting to understand why there's more complaints about it from the players and why the spectators love it as well. Yep. And I completely understand. Like I said, I know from a competitive player standpoint, I know a lot of the pros are not big fans of Slayer, um, which is fine. Like that's obviously I want them to be able to play what they want to play. Of just from a spectator standpoint, there is there's nothing quite like those 49-49 moments. Yes, where, I agree. Where one player makes that one wrong play or one right play, swings momentum, and they're able to capitalize on it, and the crowd fucking goes wild. It's yeah, there's just nothing like it. It, it reminds me there was the there was a sniper standoff, wasn't it? In um, like. On, on Empyrean. When, when Gilkey got his head ripped off by Eco? I, I think that was it. Yeah. yeah. 
And it's fucking insane. Yeah, but it's like in that in that case too, like Gilkey technically didn't make the complete wrong play. Right. It he was tried just, to get the he tried to get an advantage. He slid out yep. and he was thinking he was gonna be able to get him because he had a feeling he was gonna be there. It's just ego was just ready for it. And then the fucking the the Shopify game that we saw. Yeah. The Shopify Cloud Nine game, if I'm not mistaken. Like that was fucking insane at Arlington. Like that those that, that slayer was fucking insane. And again, that was on Empyrean. So it it's just it you know, it is what it is. Labels and senior soft skin. <laughs> what a name. Wow. Thank you guys for the followers. Welcome to the live show. Um you guys are talking about CTF right now, or it's a CTF, my personal favorite because it requires so much teamwork. Um, Ash says CTF is also my personal favorite mode to watch and play. Merkin says CTF so often ends in zero, zero overtime. CTF is probably the worst to watch, but shouldn't and can't really be altered. But zero, zero Argyle games are a fucking snooze fest. Uh, Das Killer were two dudes that love the scene. There you go. Um, First time catching you guys, uh, catching you guys live. Love, love what you do. Words are fucking hard. Labels, thank you so much, man. Greatly appreciated. Uh, welcome. Glad that you're here. Thank you so much. Um, it's it's why I made that comparison about CTF Argyle, about being our version of Halo 5's Fathom. Like that's what it feels yeah, like because games and yes, a lot of stalemates. We've had more. We've had. I know we're relatively early on here, especially because the map hasn't been out for years. But, like, we've had more resets. You know what I mean? Like, we haven't had resets before. And with Argyle CTF, we have resets now. It's just, it's fucking weird. It's just so weird. Um, it's My problem, what's funny to me about CTF and Infinite is that I do find it, from a spectator standpoint, just from a spectator standpoint, I find it to be somewhat monotonous to like go through an entire Argyle 15 minutes, nobody caps a flag. And then that overtime round starts that sudden death overtime round starts and a team captures immediately. And like, I get it. Everybody's on even spawns again. Like things are coming up at the appropriate time. It's a, it's a brand fresh start. But the fact that like right away, a team gets a cap. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing for 15 minutes? Yeah. Um, but whatever X D D D. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. It's kind of like a soccer game. I don't know. I, I, fuck, I like watching soccer games, though. <laughs> That's the shitty part, you know? Um, will Infinite get a 2024 season? I believe so. That'll be... I'll just say this right now. Because, Will, you and I talked about this uh, after a show one night. We did. Um, we'll, we'll have that as a topic for later. Okay? So, like, yes... I, I can I can say on behalf of both of us, we believe that there will be a 2024 season. It's the extent to, of which it will be a 2024 season. We'll have to talk about later. We'll talk about it later. Um, head honcho with the 20 bits. Thank you so much. Hashtag bit by bit. All right. Um, real quick though, I will say the fact that the recharge change hasn't been implemented into the main game yet is weird. Whatever. Um, but it does, it does suck at the same time okay. <laughs> regardless. And then they did say that they conducted a survey and they took players feedback into consideration. So at least we see that some feedback is actually being taken into consideration and being acted upon. That's yeah, that, good. That's good. Yep. That is good. What do you think about, uh, strongholds and King of the Hill on streets being taken out? Um, 
I personally didn't think there was an issue with it. Now that, that what Slayer on streets and Oddball is what remains, mm-hmm. that felt weird to Slayer and Oddball, yeah, to diminish what we already have. Um, but I get what they're saying with the they don't want it to be too. There's too much out there that the players have to practice, but those two modes, teams should probably already have down by now, you know? PDS, was that voted on by the players as to which to take out? Yes. Uh, According to the article, PD, on Waypoint, it states that there was a survey that was given to pros and AMs alike that competed on the Faceit platform, and yes. Those those three, so Slayer on Empyrean, Strongholds, and King of the Hill on Streets, those three variations were by a wide margin what the players disliked the most so those were the three that were taken out label says got to say streets hill is one of my favorite game modes so that's kind of lame i i like streets hill as well from a spectator standpoint i like streets hill a lot yeah um captain mo says and makes a great point here pros hate the sandbox on streets so so being taken out was foreseeable that that's probably where it came from sure the stalker rifle is too powerful. It should be a power weapon. More of a power weapon. Reg the says, there. yeah, Halo Infinite is a, PC, is a PC game anymore. Shake my head. What do you mean, Reg? Thank you for the follow, by the way. Welcome to the live show. You want to restate that so I understand you a little better? Uh, try to load the Waypoint app on mobile and it's not working. What's up with that, Kappa? God damn it, dude. Yo, Space Station. Holy shit. Well, hey. Best merch in the scene, baby. Thank you for the follow, man. Welcome. And uh, shout out fucking you guys, straight up. Shout out you guys. And thank you. Thank you, SSG. I don't know if you heard what we talked about last week. I'm going to say I doubt it. But the fact that you guys said today that the event merch will be available online after the event. Yes, thank you. Josh needs all the merch in the world. So I the do. more you pump out, you know, the more money you're going to make. I do. Just a heads up. Yes. <laughs> I'm not wearing one of your guys' hoodies right now, but I promise I have like five or six in the closet right now hung up, ready to go. Wearing the hat, though. What it is. Um, but no, seriously. Thank you for everything. <laughs> you got some fans in the chat, by the way, Space Station, uh, they, so yep. get hyped. Um, Yeah, the, the King of the Hill one kind of sucks, in my opinion. Again, from a spectator standpoint, I like how... Like, crazy setups, crazy plays can happen. It just, you know. But, hey, if the pros don't like it, then the pros don't like it. So Yeah, it just, um, they made the change to Hill, too, where they reordered the the way the hills pop up, you know. So, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, Ikuza says, HS Pro Talk become a partner of Space Station when? Uh, Space Station, hit us up in the DMs. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> no, in all seriousness, while that probably would be incredibly cool, we yeah. can't be biased. You know what I mean? He was talking about Bounce Tweet. Oh, is that the uh, one where he talks about equipment should be in Halo? We haven't talked about that. I didn't even include it in this week's show, to be honest with you. But uh, Leazy? Leazy, there it is. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Um, I'm, I mean, okay. If I'm going to quickly address that tweet, I understand where he's coming from. And we've talked about it before where 
it, on one hand, competitive Halo is a pure showcase of skill or what should be a pure showcase of skill, which means equipment being gone would help that case, right? But at the other, on the other hand, and I might get a lot of flack for this, and I'm not a pro player, so I understand where he's coming from. But on the other hand, this is a new game, new mechanics, new equipment, new weapons, additions and removals from the sandbox. I don't mean for this to sound rude, but it kind of feels like an adapter die situation. So I like seeing the shit being used. Like I thought the shroud screen was going to be weird, but I like how it's being used for area of denial. I like how it's being used for overshield setups on live fire. Like, I think that's really fucking cool. And it adds a new dynamic to it. You know, my favorite piece of equipment is the repulsor. All the different things you can do with that. Yeah. Um, throwing the flag or ball, you know, repulsing it away. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen, you know, kills be set up where someone gets repulsed into, uh, into the air and they're an easy target. Um, just movement capabilities of it all. all the, I think the repulsor is really good. And yeah, it cr- gives players a way to be creative. It's not all, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not just stale the way everyone plays. Now, but on the other hand, as Merkin states, grapple feels all right, but holy shit, getting repulsed with zero outplay potential feels brutal sometimes. And that's that's the counter argument, right? That's the unfortunate part about the equipment is that sometimes you do feel that you are just at an abject disadvantage. My counter to that then is map control. Like, sure. You need to sure. make sure people are paying attention to equipment, having those areas... Now, where it gets messed up is like King of the Hill, right? Yeah. Where yeah. if you're if you're holding an objective, it's going to swayed where you're forcing spawns and would leave maybe like live fire. No one wants to spawn green. No. <laughs> but no. You're, you're kind of on an island out there. <laughs> I like what PD says. My teammate and I got double repulse yesterday, so I don't like it anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's fair. It's always fun when you use it, but it's never fun when it's used against you. You know, that's kind of the nature of the beast. Oh, man, I fucking love the heat wave. That gun's fucking awesome. Oh, it's got one tap by? I like that gun. That gun sucks. Yeah. And uh, Riznak, is, I've seen his gameplay that, it, like, the repulsor breaks his game. Like, he stutters as he's being repulsed. It, like, messes up the uh, the screen. Mm-hmm. And I've had it happen to me a few times, too, where there's just nothing you can do. Yep. Um, I don't know if that's a game issue, a hardware issue. It could be anything. It, hashtag just infinite things. Just infinite things. That's the yeah. way that I explain it. Uh, Ash says, this is a good point by Ash. He says, perhaps there should be less charges in the repulse. How many is it now? Like three? Maybe dropped it to two? I kind of like the idea of maybe tinkering with the amount of charges. Because there aren't that many shroud screens. You know what I mean? There's only one shroud screen. Yep. Um, three grapples as well. Yeah, and that I, I think the grapples are justified at three. Because that... Yeah, I think grapples are justified at three. I think repulses could be dropped down one. That, that would be that would be fair. Yeah, because uh, how frequently do they spawn up? Because I think I if they remember. if they spawn up frequently enough, then I think dropping it down to two could definitely be justified. Well, the the thing I've seen too is these items are not red racked, as we, like like the weapons are. So sometimes you will see multiple repulsors yeah. on live fire. 
And then they can be stacked. Load says 30 seconds. Yeah, that's... Ronan says maybe make the cooldown on repulse longer. Oh, where you can't repulse so quickly? Yeah, maybe. I, I do... I like the idea of altering something to do with the repulsor. Because it does suck when, like... It does suck when you feel that you're just at an abject disadvantage. You can't do anything about it. Like, the, the cool thing about Halo... And this is where I'll bring it back to where, like, sort of a bound situation. The thing that I've always loved about competitive Halo is that you always feel there's an opportunity that you can... I mean, they even make the fucking reversal metal for a reason. You know what yeah. I mean? You feel like you... At least in my opinion, there should always be an opportunity to reverse on your opponent. It, uh, Whether... I mean... I guess social be could be included in that halo in general could be included, but specifically from a competitive halo standpoint, I felt like there should always be an opportunity that you're never out of the fight. And sometimes not all the time, but sometimes when an equipment is used against you, whatever it may be, you may not have that opportunity to fight back. So, um, is the reversal to getting booped off the map a grapple could be, but not every map has grapple. Yeah. That has, Repulsor and vice versa. Uh, Load says comp should just have less stuff of the uh, less of stuff on the maps compared to social. So it's more about the skill and outplayability instead of who has the most power ups. And they already did that. They've already made multiple changes. Like I mean, literally the red rack update was to address a lot of those problems, and then they did that for Argyle. They removed the bulldogs. Um, among other things, it's so they've done things already. I understand where you're coming from, though, load. Um, the playlist changes are just for competitive, right? Nothing changed for rank. They mentioned that. Um, where the, was it? They are changing in ranked. Yeah. As Ash said, they said the three map and mode combos are staying in ranked for now. Yes, load like we're talking about. I would be fine if they made a repulsor change, if they tweaked it. I like that idea. I really do like that idea. Um, with zero equipment playlist. When I play Smash Bros, I play with no items. I understand where you're coming from, game. I do. Because I also play with no items, in Smash at least. Like if I'm playing to win. I play with no items. So like if I'm playing with you guys, I don't play with items, but like for fucking around, then obviously we'll turn shit on. But, um, will I be stuck in plat or will that change? Ronan, that's a great question. Nobody can help you except yourself on that one there, bud. Daddy does play in the TV. He does. He does. H3MLG had none of the cool new equipment. The series introduced. You're not wrong. Pharaoh. You're not wrong. And th this is why, this is going to sound weird because like at, at at one point in time, I kind of felt like I would be that old man yelling at kids on his lawn, you know, to get out of my fucking lawn, fucking competitive Halo should just be guns and shit, you know? But at the same time, I like watching the, the cool, weird shit happen. From a spectator standpoint, it's fun to watch. But, but again, as I've said countless times, I want the pros to be happy playing the game that they're playing because otherwise what's the point, you know, it's not going to be very entertaining. So yeah, it's hard, man. It's hard. 
think the equipment feels all right. Repulsor seems a bit too strong when it comes to the boops, though. Other than that, it's a unique part of the game. I kind of feel like it's where we're all at right now. I think so. All right. Shall I move on, Will? Yeah. I'm sorry to stay on that for a while. Um, next news story. Ranked experience Spartan Chatter by 343. So they did... Typically, they do like a Discord chat once a month or whatever it feels like at this point. Well, they'll bring somebody on from 343 to talk about a specific aspect of Infinite. And they recently had a ranked experience chat where Tashi was on and he explained the ranked experience in Halo Infinite, um, how things are decided, um, how the feedback is being taken into consideration, so on and so forth. So... I condensed it down into a list of things that were talked about during the chatter. The chatter is linked in the show notes if you want to listen to the whole thing. But here we go. So for ranked rotational playlists, ranked Slayer is on par population-wise with ranked doubles, which is actually the highest performing ranked playlist since Infinite launched. So that's fucking crazy. Speaking of ranked doubles, this this is returning technically this week. And all objective modes are being removed from the playlist. And I have in parentheses here, thank fucking God. Uh, So, so sweet. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. I could never. Now, maybe I'm not necessarily the right person to talk about this because I, I need to state. I never played rank doubles in infinite. Never have. But here comes the purest mindset. Here comes this shit out of me where I say, I don't think objective modes belong in that playlist at all. Same with ranked FFA. I don't think objective modes belong in FFA at all. Go ahead. So I mentioned this in discord. I technically played a doubles match uh, with objective King of the Hill. So I queued for ranked arena. Yeah. Um, I started the game with one other teammate. And the other enemy team had three. Oh, God. Thankfully, one person dropped out on the enemy team. So really it was literally a 2v2? So literally 2v2 <laughs> King of the Hill on Solitude. And Was it great? I, it was okay. You basically had to work around the hill and spawns, right? So we would wait for them to get, to get you know two dead. We'd get two dead. We'd hop in the hill. Yeah. We'd wait for them to spawn up, and then it was like, okay, get the fuck out of the hill, slay them as they try to push. Yeah, slay them as they push around the map, and then get back in the hill. So it was like you kind of just had to chunk away at it, little bit by little bit. Yeah. So, um, no, thank you. Yeah. Um, Bodie says ranked experience is solo queuing and getting four stacks, and we're going to talk about that, Bodie, very soon because that was technically, technically, it's addressed in the Spartan chatter. So just stay tuned. Infinite rank experience as a solo is literal hell. It's the only reason I'm not currently playing the game every day. I mean, hey, like I said, we'll get to it very, very shortly. I promise. Um, Ranked SWAT will be after ranked doubles. And Tashi and the team have been speaking to nap times uh, with a Z about potentially community maps to be included within it as well. And then as a matter of fact, Heinz is at the helm of determining community maps that could be included within playlists. So as was said in the chat, if you are, if you find a map that you think could work in a, in a playlist of some kind reach out to Heinz directly on Twitter, he is the one taking care of all of that. 
Head Honcho says, do you think 2v2 strongholds, but with one point that rotate would be cool? Head Honcho, I'm just going to be straight up with you. I don't think objective modes in those playlists need to be there at all. I don't think they need to be there at all. It's too... Halo Infinite is such a team-based game in and of itself. We all know this. That objective in 4v4 makes just incredible sense. When you take away more of that team-based aspect, having the objective modes there is, in my opinion, bad. And then especially in FFA. Like, Ash, I saw... Ash, you said you liked Oddball in FFA. I... More power to you. I can't fucking believe that it existed. I... Oddball and FFA, when that came up, I would never try to play for the oddball. No. I'd play for slays and watch all the people run directly at the oddball. And I just um, couldn't. I, I just couldn't used it, it for fun. Like, it, it, oddball shouldn't. I don't know. Yeah. And I, here, for the record here, chat, because we have some newer people coming in. Um, just want to say this, like not going to shit on anybody's opinion for liking a game type or whatever it may be. More power to you. By all means, enjoy what you enjoy. This is all just our, this is just our personal opinions on the matter. That's it. Um, So there's that. And then ranked snipers will be after ranked SWAT. So you have doubles SWAT and snipers in that rotation, four weeks a piece. There you go. Cool. Cool. There will be only one ranked rotational along with the core ranked playlist. Uh, Ranked FFA is not returning due to population issues and rotational playlists now being four weeks instead of two. There is a new internal playlist type of special event. So, and this would be how FFA and other game types could come back in the form of a special event. Um, An example given was players who compete the most within the playlist are then invited to compete at an HCS event. So like players who compete the most in that FFA special event playlist are then invited out to compete at an event in the FFA, whatever it is. This was just an example given. Okay. Gotcha. This isn't anything that's actually happening right now. I need to make sure people understand that this is not actually happening right now. This is in pure talks. Okay. That's it. There are no hard commitments or timeline. This is simply being worked on internally at this point in time. Okay? So, again, I'm sorry for the ranked FFA folks out there because I know there are a good amount of you. And that just fucking blows. Uh, Ranked Arena. The playlist um, is meant to be the greatest hits competitive for what the game has to offer. Okay? That is a quote that Tashi used. The playlist is, quote, very well balanced, and quote, according to data gathered from games being played. Um, Catalyst is going to be coming back into Ranked Arena in the next two weeks. Uh, it's actually going to be the July map with improvements, a.k.a. dual snipers and no sword. Okay. So they got rid of the fucking... Sp- uh, um, skewer? Skewer, yeah. And now there's actually two snipers on the map, and sword is going bye-bye. And then every month, they want a map coming into the Ranked Arena playlist. Okay? Every month. Every month. 
We're getting the playlist updates from a Spartan chatter, and we can't get a monthly calendar anymore. Ash, you are chirp. You're fucking barking up the wrong tree, my dude. And I know you're not even barking up this tree, but like I am right there fucking with you, my dude. Trust me, bare minimum, and we're not even getting that. I still get mad about it. Still get mad about it. Catalyst, but this time it's colored gray. <laughs> Fuck. Damn it. Please, please no. All right, and then the feedback portion of the Spartan chatter. Tashi is Tashi is the competitive product owner, which has existed as of January. So for those who don't know, just I work for a software company. Okay, personally, I work for a software company. Not every company works the same way, but I'll just say this. There are product owners at, for the company that I work for, okay? we For the different products that we have, okay? Whether it be pieces of software, things that we use, whatever it may be. And teams are dedicated to those products, as you will. Tashi is the competitive product owner uh, for 343. The backlog of items that are being worked on and addressed and whatnot the backlog is created that contains all pieces of feedback for said product. In other words, for Tashi, that's competitive. Okay. Traditional development sprints are being used where higher priority items are worked on first. And then items are worked through based on said priority when, with other teams involved within the studio. So again, every company is going to be different, but for the company that I work for personally, we also work through development sprints. Um, we also use Azure DevOps, which was said in that Spartan chatter. So I can kind of talk to this now. I don't know what their sprints are like, and I want to, I want to ask Tashi if he's able to disclose that information, which I don't know if he's going to be able to, but personally, the company that I work for re-release on two week sprints. So for example, items are worked on for two weeks and then released the week after. Okay. And it's on that cadence. Okay. I don't know what 343's release schedule is like. I do not know how long their sprints are. But hopefully that provides a little more context as to what development sprints are. And there you go. One of the biggest pieces of feedback that is being worked on is matching against stacked teams when playing solo. Tashi said that is currently at the top of the list. Okay. That is one of the items that is top of the list. No timeline as to when that's going to be fully addressed or anything like that. But that is one of the top priority items that is being worked on. Okay. So I'm sorry we don't have an update as to when the fuck that's going to be fully fixed or what they're going to be doing to address it. But that is, it was talked about that is being worked on. There you go. Another big piece of feedback is not losing CSR in the event a teammate leaves during a ranked game. Okay. That was also just mentioned as in, we know this is a pain point. Okay. Ikuza guys, I don't want people to be like, Oh my God, they're fucking fixing this. Okay. Let's bring it down. It was simply mentioned that this is a big pain point for the people playing the game. Okay. One that is actively being worked on is matching against stacked teams when playing solo. That is actively being worked on. Okay. One of the pieces being mentioned is CSR losses. And then from before the Spartan chatter was actually being recorded, 
Tashi put out a tweet like saying, this is like, this is what we're going to talk about. This is not what we're going to talk about. And he said, we're aware in tracking feedback and requests around matching against four sacks, CSR penalties, and much more. Those are not falling on deaf ears. And we're working with various teams to address as best as we can. More updates to come later. Okay. So they were not going to discuss it further in that Spartan chatter as they didn't. Okay. Ash, I don't have an ideal solution right now. I don't have the mental capacity to even discuss it right now, to be honest with you. Uh, DeSuave Man, welcome back. Good to see you. So about next year, I mean, fucking tell me about it. Who knows, my dude? Who knows? And then for Worlds this year, for Worlds this year, the plan is still to be a quote-unquote Halo Fest with panels and stages and so on and so forth like last year. Okay. So, oh, we've absolutely been well. Hope you've been well, suave man. Um, just make four stacks play or the four stacks regardless of rank and cop only. But see, that's hard because, again, there are major population issues, man. It, it's not, this is why I don't have, like, I don't have a solution right now. I'm not going to say, well, it's not my job to have a solution. Like I just, I, I haven't fully thought through it yet. And I love to bring an idea to the table to fix it. I just don't not. <sighs> Anyone else had video freeze? I hope not. We had no bit drop. Yeah. We have no drops, no frame drops. We should be okay. Who knows? Uh, they didn't address removing starboard and the chat was lighting up with it. And see, that that's the other thing, too, is that the funny thing, absent, I just want to, okay. Clearly, clearly they didn't answer all the questions that Chad, that chat had to offer, for better or worse. But I also know they blatantly disregarded things that were said, because the reason I say that is because I forgot who brought it up, and this is no offense to them. It's just a funny moment. Yes, a lot of the chat doesn't like Starboard. Now, the chat, the f the few hundred people that were there, do not represent the entire player base of the game, okay? So a lot of people do like Starboard. But the funny thing is that the overwhelming majority in that specific chat was not for Starboard. And one of the individuals in the in the Spartan chatter was like, yeah, shout out to Starboard, <laughs> like the oh. creator of Starboard. And I'm like, oh, read the room, but they didn't read the room. Vem, what's up? Welcome back. Um, I'll take Starboard over detachment. I think literally anybody would take Starboard yeah. over detachment, if we're being completely honest. So, and see, like I said, and I'm not, I don't want to shit on what other people enjoy. Like, that's not what I'm here to do. Like what white says, I like starboard and that's, and see labels starboards, the shit. Ikuza, I despise starboard. Everybody's going to have their own opinion on the matter. I, the thing that I like is that there's another map in the rotation. I like that. So we're getting catalyst back. Just take out starboard. I need a padded room after playing that map. Like I said, that's just, that's, it's an, one opinion absent. You know what I mean? It's hard. Maybe we know that they have the data. We know that they have the telemetry across like our players staying throughout starboard games, our players leaving our teams, not consistent, you know, our people dropping out it's, it's so on and so forth. So if there's an overwhelming majority of like, this is a problem area, then sure. They could bring catalysts in and take it out. 
Space Station, I'd love to hear your take on Starboard. Go for it. As an organization, how do you feel about Starboard? Doo-doo? Thanks, Space Station. The organization (laughs) has spoken, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. (laughs) That's a fucking amazing. Holy shit. Uh, VDSL, welcome back. Accessing Sean, welcome back. H5 Truth is better than something in the middle that blocks sight lines. I just, I fucking, and this is going to, this is going to be weird coming from me saying like, I have no problem with Starboard being the game. I, I'm not a fan of all these midship remakes. Like I never care. I, I know I'm a heathen right now. I know people are going to be like, what the fuck? Like you clearly haven't listened to the show enough. Um, I never really cared for midship. I never really cared for heretic. I never really cared for. Um, the fucking reach one that you can go in the fucking sky. I know that wasn't midship, but like, you know what I mean? I never liked, um, fucking, I never liked truth from five really very much. And it, I zealot. Thank you, Riz. Just never liked them. Do you like the pit remake accessing Sean? I'm going to be weird here and say that. Yeah, I've, uh, I like the pit. I like the pit. I think the spawns on Empyrean are shit, but I do like the pit. The aesthetic of that map is amazing, but it's just not fun to play, in my opinion. Well, thank you, Space Station. It's for for an entire organization. Hey, Space yeah. Station, did you poll your entire employee base? <laughs> like, did you go person to person in the office? You're like, do you like Starboard? Do you like Starboard? Do you like Starboard? Do you, you don't fucking matter. Do you like Starboard? Did you do that? Just a governing body of Space Station Gaming's like, doo-doo! Akuza, that's funny. Not going to read it on the show, but that's funny. Um, I just want the Elite Slayer sword base, and I'll be happy as fuck. Game crazy. That's where I'm going to fucking fight back on you. I think I think sword base is awful. I think sword base as a map is awful, but maybe that's just me. I don't know. Lol, nah, as the SMM, I do what I want. Medium. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah, dude. Own that shit. Let's go. Thank you for being here, man. Yeah. Thanks everybody for being here. Seriously, you guys are amazing. Thanks for keeping the conversations flowing. I I have a controversial take on the the remakes. I love controversial takes by Will. I am. I am tired of playing old Halo maps. Give me some new shit to learn. I like new shit. Yeah, that's, like, I don't think that's controversial. I like new shit too. Like, it's a new game. I'm tired of playing Halo Three Pit or fucking Truth over and over again. Sure. Come on. Merck says three for three isn't good at making new shit. I mean, they, they, they don't even, oh man, they don't even make a. What? Okay. Uh-oh. There, there are a lot of talented people at three, four, three. I never want to shit on their ability of what they can do as artists, developers, whatever it may be. But you literally re- replace Plaza with that. Are you talking plaza for solitude? Solitude, yeah. Yeah, you replace that with that. To be honest, it's not that bad. They just needed to not make it gray. That's the thing. Like, like, I don't want to shit on the artists who dedicate their time. That's their job. But like, it's just fucking gray, dude. It's just gray. Yeah, there needed to be a little bit more to that map. You could have gone with the the broken down, banished, dusty. Aesthetic in a different way. 
Yeah. Like there should have like fucking in on like top yellow, that platform that used to be yellow. You could have made gray. it. Well, now it's top gray. Yeah. You could have made like the yellow outline like it, but it's all scuffed up and shit. Yeah. Right? Could, yeah. You could have had like a sign or paint that was just scuffed up. Yeah. You can't do the neon shit like Empyrean. That won't no. sit well anymore. Which is funny because Plaza had neon shit in five. So it's like, whatever. Um, but no, I, I, I'm with you 100%. Like, as somebody who loves the pit dearly, like as somebody who fondly adores that map, I, I've said it multiple times on this show. I want new shit. Well, yeah. Who doesn't, like, come on. It's a new game. Let the Forgers make the old stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, Forge maps are fucking cool. They can be awesome. As long as they don't run like shit. But, like, come on. Make new stuff. Oh, my God. Rip campaign? Yeah. Rip campaign DLC, more likely. All right. Will, the last piece. We're still in competitive news. I'm so yeah, sorry. We're, Holy we're shit. Moving slow today. Yeah, we are. We got. We had some great people in the chat, though, keeping it lively. You know what I mean? It's time for Tashi's tantalizing tidbits, Will. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, Danny? So Tamel says, this is regarding the face it integration. Is there any update on this? Would like to know if it all got scrapped or what? Just an update at least would be nice. And Tashi said, it's not scrapped. Just have bigger fish to fry first for the whole game. In other words, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing back that tried and true statement. And then Molten, regarding a reply to the APG poll during the Arlington event. Um, 100%, I didn't know HCS didn't apologize to him. That's crazy and fucked up. And Tashi replied, I spoke to APG about it last week. New mod planes going forward for HCS events to ensure this doesn't happen again. So that's good to hear. Um, and obviously shouldn't have fucking happened in the first place. The person who did that's a fucking idiot. Just going to throw that out there. Make sure the point's known. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's it for competitive news. Before we get into it, Will, I just want to okay. quickly address something. Ash says the whole mod team got wiped. I did hear the same thing. Yeah. Um, that potentially sucks because I imagine I, I have to assume here, this is just an assumption. I have to assume that it was one bad egg that ruined it for everybody else. But if it was just that one person, that person can go fuck themselves. You don't do something like that, especially on an official channel like that. You don't do it at all anyway, period. But the fact that it was on an official channel, I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, it's the Halo community. They're toxic. Fucking, you're the toxic one, you fucking idiot. All right. Yeah, Ashman says, I hope that was a defense mechanism and they'll probably investigate to let some back in. Yeah, I'm assuming what they did is a full clear and then the people they're bringing back on are the people they want their mods may have been added over the years or, or time and it could have been someone who had mod status for from forever ago that was just pissed off or whatever. Yep. Uh, Rowan, and we'll talk about it in Kyler of the Games Watch. I have it listed. Don't worry. We'll get to it. What do we got next, Will? Some roster mania. And boy, do we have news this week. Never so slightly. <laughs> Damn it. We pull the laptop closer. So you can read it. Zoom in for my old eyes. <laughs> Starting off, Six Karma exits competitive Halo. This is by Six Karma. They said, we've decided to no longer participate in the remaining HDS tournaments throughout the year. We thank our staff and players for their work and dedication. We wish them great success in their future. So Six Karma's. Six Karma is gone. Uh, Space Station says, I got roster news. What? You're fucking staying together? Is that your roster uh, news? That the, yeah. 
staying with the same four you've had for a long time. Yeah. And then a reaction is like, hashtag no changes. Oh my God, it's fucking crazy. Wow. The governing body of space station has spoken once again. There are no <laughs> changes to the space station roster at this time. Oh, next up, bittersweet are not leaving competitive Halo. You know, when you talk about the ones that do, you got to talk about the ones that don't. Yeah, sure. Um, they, they state, we will not be leaving Halo. We are committed to doing our best to make it to every event for the rest of the year. With that being said, we are looking at securing a new team. Any available teams inter interested should contact Cade season to discuss further. Um, Ash says on that 6k news, Luminosity and 6k basically split their roster. 50% of each team is formed uh, on Luminosity. Ash, I'm going to take it a step further. I bet the reason why they did that is because they won't have visa issues anymore. Immediately when it, when it was shown that they split 50, 50, I, I, my immediate thought, my immediate thought was I'm guaranteed that this is because they don't want to deal with visa, excuse me, visa issues anymore. So though that quote, this is going to sound awful, but that quote unquote problem player is gone. And like, they weren't a problem because of playing or anything like that. It's just because of the visa issues. You know what I mean? Bobby Brown downtown Magico could never get his visa. Exactly. That's the thing. Welcome Bobby Brown downtown <laughs> downtown. Uh, also how funny would it be? So who the fuck said it? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Going back in chat. Um, says please don't leave halo at space station how fucking funny would it be if and i really don't want this to happen but how fucking funny would it be if after this global invitational that's presented by them they immediately make an announcement be like fuck it we out there's no way <laughs> i know i know they wouldn't do it but just be like people would be so fucking lost <laughs> social media manager be trolling that's what's gonna yeah. happen <laughs> dude Hey, dude, queue up a fucking tweet. Queue up a tweet the day after the tournament. Don't do that if you want. Dude, just queue up the tweet. Yeah, ain't no way we're doing that. Perfect. Smart. <laughs> do it. Bet. Bet you won't. Bet you won't. No balls. People still say that? I don't think so. I'm just kidding. Don't give me ideas, guys. Come on. I'll make you a deal. <laughs> it's going to be tempting. I'll make you a deal. You publish the tweet, I'll send you our own merch. Just to you. Because you totally want it. I know you do. There's it's no not way. anywhere as good as SSG merch. But you fucking said that tweet the day after the tournament. Shut your mouth right now. I'm, try I'm, I'm fucking, I'm winging deals right now. I'm trying to make a deal happen. This would be the funniest shit ever. I'll do one better. You send me your merch, I'll send you guys some. Oh, Josh. You, oh, I, lo oh, I love merch. I love merch. Space station. This is gonna sound weird, but let's hit each other up in the DMs. Shake on it. All right. <laughs> Here you go. Here's your shake. I'm serious. I'm dead. I'm. I'm gonna say this. I am dead ass. I will do that. Obviously, the the tweet thing's a joke. Like obviously, but no. If we if you want to do the the merch for merch, I will. I will gladly do that. Gladly. Or just be like. Salt Lake City, it's been great. We out. C-A-H-C-S. And then, like, the next thing is, like, oh, yeah, we're out of St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that's <laughs> or, even or better. Lake, that's Lake. even better, yeah. That'd be way better. Oh, man, that'd be funny. You getting toasty? I am. I'm kind of getting toasty, Ooh, too, to be honest with you right now. I'm sweating. Yes. It's getting hot in her, so well, take, take off all your clothes. Well, yeah. I am getting so hot. I'm going to take my clothes off. All right. Um... 
Good gracious. Ass bodacious. Sean says drunken barcode gone for good. Uh, next up in roster mania. <laughs> Sounds like barcode is heading home. Back this is by barcode. Shout out to the uh, shout out to the brother Burton for letting me chill at his place for the last few days in NA. Hanging out, being annoying with using his setup. Guy's an absolute legend. It was fun. So uh barcode's on its way back. It sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it. Just from the fact he said last few days in NA. Unless something incredible comes through from him for him last minute. Uh, unless he like is going uh back to Canada. And that's possible too. Yes, that is a possibility. So again, this is like we don't know a hundred percent, but a free shirt for everyone in chat. Ronan, not from us. Not from us. <laughs> I'm not made out of fun. I'm not a fucking millionaire over this bitch. Calm down. God. Continue, Will. I'm sorry. Druck chimes in. And he states, hopefully this isn't goodbye forever, but if it is, competing has been my life for the past seven years, and I'm glad I've got to spend most of the time with my brothers chasing our dream. It wouldn't be me if, if I, excuse me, if it wasn't for all the people I've met and experience I've had playing Halo. It's all changed my life tremendously. Thank you, everyone who's believed in me and supported me throughout my career. It's surreal looking back at it all. If the day ever comes when I'm able to get a visa, I'll be back. So look for Druck. Hopefully he makes it back because he was a good player with that native red team. One of the best. And it kind of sucks they've had to make changes due just to Visa, right? He, he belongs to be with that team. And we're going to talk about the Visa situation very, very soon, Will. Uh, just real quick before we do so, I just want to say, like, with barcode as well. Like, you can only imagine what that native white roster would be able to do. If they had that full roster, you know, now, especially right after they got collect, like yeah. everything was like, oh my God, this could be the real team to watch right now. And then literally the first event and the fucking visa issues continue. It's like, fuck. So yeah, it sucks. Go ahead. So yeah, uh, CEO of native Gaming. <laughs> words are hard today of native gaming provides information. This was from deranged native. He says, Native in the visa issues. Even with many people helping, both legal and not, our visas weren't approved. This was a huge letdown and one that we tried a few times to get an approval. Each time with more help and evidence, including help from HCS and Microsoft. But our applications were denied despite our best efforts. This doesn't mean we will be leaving Halo, but sadly it means two of our favorite teams will have to make some adjustments. But just as they helped us, we want to return the favor and help Halo return to their formal, former self. Just because we are a new org does not mean it was our fault or we did something wrong. This process is a very delicate and serious one. The team at Native Gaming put their hearts into this and I'll continue to, tr to try and help my boys with the process as much best I can. But we are all at the mercy of the government and it's not an easy one to win. Acquiring a visa is not cheap, but it's something I was and slash am willing to do because it helps everyone. Just like you, I hated having to even put the message out or tell the guys, but I want to try and be as transparent with the community about these struggles. It's not fun for the org, the fans, and especially not for the players. He says, thank you, basically, at the end. Yes. So we saw... Uh well, AC, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Good to see you. It says, finally caught you guys live. Hell yeah, man. Welcome. Yeah. And then, uh, oh God, Salsa and Chips 
Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. The, I'm I'm so glad I'm putting my kid to sleep and watching you guys. Uh, don't judge me. Not going to judge you at all, man. Not going to judge you at all. Um, good luck getting the kiddo to bed. I can understand how much of a frustration that can be. Uh, the, I'm glad. I'm so, so glad that he put out that statement, even though he didn't have to. Yeah. Because he even said he wanted to be as transparent as possible. And you see these fucking morons online saying like, Oh, the or couldn't get it done. It's the org's fault. Blah, 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 blah. It was never their fault. They were trying to do things the appropriate way the entire time. They weren't trying to cut corners. They were trying to make sure everything was on the up and up. All the I's were dotted. All the T's were crossed. It just didn't work out. And it fucking sucks. And I know not everybody's going to listen to this. And I know not everybody's going to see that statement that he made. But I just hope that I hope that more people do because it's not their fault. It's just unfortunate. Um, have they added, have they added the fourth on native white yet? Uh, yes. Boom. Boom is on native white. Go ahead. Will. all right. Neuronical steps away from competing and he states, I will be stepping away from competing without going into too much detail. There are multiple reasons behind behind coming to this decision. The main reason being never taking enough time to recover, grieve and fully grasp everything I've been through in the past three plus years. I've always pushed through whatever hardships I've undergone and kept competing. There are some who know the adversity I faced, especially before Halo Infinite and first competitive season of Halo Infinite. That alone took a heavy emotional mental toll on me. Then the, uh, then the other reason which goes hand in hand with me, the main reason is the other obligations and struggles that came from all the hardships which has added more stress and consumed even more of my time. Now add all the stress factors from competing, as many of us know, and add the stress factors and uncertainties that come from Halo itself with the state that it is in. It just got to the point for me where it is not worth it anymore. Of course, I enjoyed competing, and I sacrificed a lot to do so, even give it the best I could, despite the circumstances I was under personally for a long time. All these factors together at some time, or at the same time, just have experienced exponentially cause a mental decline for me where I am not in the ideal headspace. There are also some obligations and other things that I have neglected while competing. And honestly, I have neglected my own overall health by continuing to compete too soon. I started to recover after worlds last year, but I came back to competing too soon. Main focus for me now is to recover and no idea how long it will take exactly. But from all that has been, <clears throat> has happened these three years and not truly feel and comprehend it all. Best way I can put it is me no longer competing in a way is like no longer having anesthesia and anesthesiologist. What? So now I will truly feel and be fully aware of the trauma from all those years. So I fully expect to take a lot of time. And once it happens, I'll move on to the next thing in my life. Most likely back to med, med field. The medical field. Yeah. Wish the G1 boys the best. Much love to them and the org. To all the fellow competitors that I got to compete against and with, thank you for making an overall fun and competitive experience. Thank you to all the orgs and teams I have been a part of throughout Halo. Your support allowed me to continue to compete. Much love and appreciation to the real ones I have met in Halo. And you know who you are. You guys have impacted my life tremendously and helped me a lot, and I will never forget that. Thank you to everyone who has supported me, friends, family, and anyone in and out of the competitive scene. There we go. 
Um, Neuronical, wish knew the absolute best, dude. Um, take as much time as you absolutely need. That's a that's a given. And focus on yourself. Focus on yourself. Hopefully, Halo will always be here. And even if it's not, onwards and upwards to bigger and better things for you. Focus on yourself. Take some time. And uh, try to relax, you know? Try as best you can. And know that people love you, people respect you, and you always have people to talk to if you need to. Us included for what that's worth. Okay? Thank you, Will. Yeah. For reading through that. Is that it for Rostermania? Yeah, ready to move on? Yes. It's time for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCobb.com. Check out NoobCobb.com for all your Halo Esports needs. On Tuesday, July 18th, that's tomorrow, Halo Rec League FFA Series continues. On Saturday, July 22nd, we have the Navi and Europa Halo Summer Series Qualify number three. And on Sunday, July 23rd, we have the We Love BTB 8v8 Open Cup, the HCS SSG Global Invitational Qualifier for Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and EU. And then on Saturday and Sunday, we have the SSG Global Invitational Qualifier for North America. So for North America, it's two days. For the other regions, it's one day. Bada bing, bada boom. That's it for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo Sports needs. Will, what do we got next? Tournament League recaps. Mm-mm-mm. One second. Oh, all right. We'll start off with the Navi in Europa Halo Summer Series Qualifier number two. Number two. Your top four are Amojo Gaming, which included... Uh, Bali Haggis, J.O., uh, Will Ugly Shane, and Indez. Third went to Team Valletta. This is Valkyrie, Wolfs, Wolfs, Shabby Dagger, and Desire. Second went to BH3 Esports, which was Bastos, Milzy, Warlord, and Yumi. And first went to Navi, Mighty's Glory, Snipe Drone, and Jimbo. So, yes, you may have noticed that Glory is now in on Navi for mm-hmm. Kimbo. There you go. Sunzel with the gifted sub. Thank you so much. You get a woo! Greatly appreciated, man. Um, Yeah. They said for our Midsummer Mayhem 2 finals, MVP was, was it Nine Falcon? There you go. Glory replaced Snakey. Oh, I thought he replaced Kimbo. Am I dumb? I'm fucking dumb. Don't listen to me. What do I know? Ash says, I worry about the international tournament so much. We do too, man. We fucking do too. But stay tuned to Europa Halo. They're teasing something. Just wait. Just wait. They're teasing something nice. Access and says, anyone know the $10,000 Halo CE tournament that took place? I mean, we're, we're, we'll talk about the, uh, the Midsummer Mayhem. Will's tournament. Yeah, not mine. Um, but yeah, the next one on the list is the Midsummer Mayhem 2 Halo CE 3v3. Will's tournament. Sure. Mayhem. No. Uh, in fourth place, we had Venezuelan Dream Team, which included... I don't know how to say that. Uh, Stick Tupac, Season, and... Well, it's STK Tupac. STK Tupac. Okay. Is it Knacker? Knacker. Yeah, I'm going to go with Knacker. Third N-A-K-E-R? Went, I don't know. 
Third went to Night Shift. That was lock. H1 lock. Uh, all right, Ash. I'm going to go with Debbie and Kaiser Ramirez. <laughs> Fucking well, Debbie. What? D3381. <laughs> Debbie. That's that's Na- what it is now. Naker. Thank you, Falcon. Falco Botch! It's Doom. Falcon Kick! That's Doom. How the fuck is that Doom? Looks like Debbie to me now. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> Debbie. Or DB. DB? Yeah, it's DB. Yeah. It's Doom spelled sideways. It ain't fucking Doom. Literally not. Oh my god. Anyway. We don't know. Doom is a special guy. Alright, that's that's valid. Alright. Just let him know that his his name looks like DB or Debbie. Perfect. Um, second went to shoot to kill. This all of it fresh. S- all of it. This included SDK Fitty, H1 Twisted, and King Nick. It first went to Hellboys Will Be Boys. Um, this was gosh, Hellboy, Falcon, and I'm going to say this wrong, but it looks like Vintex. Go. It's just Falcon. We know that. It's what we fucking said. Not nine Falcon. Yeah, he said Falcon. God damn it. Oh, getting a lot of shade thrown your way, Will. I didn't see the other line on the X, like the the first part of it. And yes, I mess up gamer tags all the time. This is That's the whole point. This is why we do this. This is why we do the things that we do. Oh, have fun, Will. Oh, with the Oh, now you're in the thick of it. Yeah. This is see, I don't want to do this. <laughs> uh, these these are the qualified teams from the pre-qualifier for the qualifier. Uh, GT Halo has stopped. I just know that most of these volunteer organiz- uh, organizers can't last forever. Now, here's the thing, Ash. GT Halo hasn't technically stopped. It's Martin's basically stopped. So if they can get a new admin in there to ro- the steer the ship, then everything will be okay. But I don't know, man. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's shout out GT Halo. HCS SSG Global Invitational Pre-Qualifier for Mexico. Teams advancing to the qualifier. Luminosity Gaming, Drift, Acid, Noble, and Strikey. Uh, CN Affliction of Alvaru, Estric, Blue Snipes, and Dark Killer. No Org, which includes Sepstars, Atso, Bullet, and Lure. Um, Snom, S-N-O-M. Uh, that includes Neon, Burrs, is this the same? Is it Nakey? No, it's Snakey. There you go. There's an S in front of uh, S. Venues. I, I think the S is taken away from that one. That I don't fucking know, man. It's weird. And the Dank three, two, one. Okay, the Dank. We also have Impact, Dolan Season, Grimsty, the Deity Sam, and Zaron One. Team called My Little Ponies. This is Roach, Gambino, Goroloco, and Magico. And then Gallows Team, which includes. Zodom, Drax, Kelvin, and Nugolt. Nugolt. Anyway, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna help you. I'll okay. take A and Z. You'll take EU, and I'll take NA. Perfect. Cool. Uh, the pre-qualifier for Australia and New Zealand teams advancing to the qualifier include 95X Esports, which is Rice, Nubles, Man of Chicken, and Middow, Divine Mind, which is Sways, Berserk, Madsy, and Slays, 
Mind Freak, which is Pip, Benji, Plasma, and Scoob Meister, uh, which is awesome that he got picked up by Mind Freak. We have Creamers, is what I'm going to call that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Phlebas, Cheezen, Crispy, and Pandora. We have Shaft, which is Ninjastic's Gym 1, Ryu, Ryu, and Junior. <laughs> and then, I don't know, which is Lolly, Jordan, Takori, and Vamped. That wasn't so bad. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. thanks for taking the easy one. <laughs> you son of a gun. No. <laughs> a wobba bob. Do, 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 do. All right, for EU, we have Navi, which of course is Jimbo, Snipe Drone, Glory, and Mighties. The Last Dance. This is Flux, Kimbo, Moe's, and Respectful. Sunday Gang, Mista, Sir Ebby, Septic, and Sticka. Cat Smile Gaming includes uh, Marcus, Batchford, Milzy, and Warlord. Lahazi, which uh, ass Kryzen, Knuckles, Most Young, and New Brainiac. Is he got is it a new tag or something? Or yeah. <laughs> the old Brainiac is dead. Long live the new Brainiac. Uh, BH3 Esports, Yumi, Bastos, Sunriz, and uh, Human Hide. Team Too Talented, which is EU Assault. Uh, I'm just going with Chaos, Rudy, and Zove. And then Team Valletta, which is Valkyrie, Desire, Shabby Dagger, and Waffs. Um, real quick, I just want to say that I'm pretty sure for Mexico and Australia, New Zealand, everyone, everyone that signed up auto-qualified because there weren't enough teams that signed up for the pre-qualifier. That's so, true. There was only six that signed up for... yeah. Just going to throw that out there. Yeah, I said that for Mexico and Australia, New Zealand for both regions. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ronan, the, the fun part about Will reading the names is that they're all like, we always get them wrong. Like that's, that's the fun part. Like fucking room gel. And uh, what the fuck is the dragon? other one? Yeah. Yeah. You're dragon or whatever the fuck. It's, it, looks, it looks like you're a giant. Yeah. It's fucking it's weird. Dragon. So it doesn't even fucking matter. But for North America, the team's qual- uh, advancing to the qualifiers. Naming native gaming white, which is Mickwin collect bone and tapping buttons. Shopify rebellion, rain, Ryan, mental and cycle G one, which is Huss swish suspector and precision. Carpe Noctum, which is King J, Piggy Diagram, and Cherish, the old status quo roster. We have Snaked and Heated, which is Posey, Arctic, Mortally, and Super CC. Order 66, which is Envor, Tony Sun, uh, or Tony Two Turned, I believe. Common and Haynes. Trail Glazers. That's a team name, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Leader Ness, Breaking Shot, Ma- Mafimi, and Squilly, or Mafimol, I don't know. Darkest Hour, which is Tricky, Durderf, Gran and Yaxon, Tenacious, D, the Pick of Destiny, Collective, Ivanized, Parabola, and Zeod, Centenegra, which is Slags, Lurksy, Maisky, it's the last shot. Art of Execution includes Obnoxious, Persecute, Rob the Turtle, and Squale. Lies includes Sylvanic, Facty, Nessity, and Kid Nasty. XO Esports includes Employee Fantasy, Mop 2 Clutch, and PMAC. Let Them Cook includes Glitchy, Aziraphale, Simply Fear Me, and Ice Kid. Paisans includes Gumplexion, Blaze, Clay, and Straight Sick. And Please Don't Go Rogue includes Cortex, Dakota, Shock, and Bullseye. And Ash, you're probably not wrong if we're being honest, but that's, who knows? Who knows? 
Is that it for the Tournament League recaps, Will? That's it. Let's get to our topic of the show, which is the importance of esports casters and analysts. I'm going to let you roll. I'll be back in a minute. Little little potty break? Yeah. yeah. I respect it. Got to go. These teams sound like they're all apart, all picked out of a hat. That's the question, right? How do they pick their names? How do they pick their names? And yes, Ronan, you are correct. All right. I said I may not rant, but typically what happens in these shows is that I say I'm not going to, then I get heated during the thing that I'm reading, and then a rant happens. So I may or may not rant because of this. I just think people are fucking stupid. Okay? Let's go. Go off King. Thanks, Uncle Pumpy. Appreciate you. All right, here we go. So B-Rad in his Twitter bio says, an official Apex Legend caster said the following. Esports hot take. Casters are the least important part of a broadcast and should be paid like it. Admins, observers, and production are more essential to a broadcast. So when I saw that tweet, when I saw that tweet, my first thought was the fucking Conor McGregor meme of who the fuck is this guy? You know, you know that meme? That's my immediate first thought. Then I read it again and I'm like, the same thought. The same thought was still there. Don't get me wrong. This guy's a fucking idiot, in my opinion. But I'm like, why would you even, even if you have that thought, like, let, even if you have that dumbass fucking thought populate in your brain, what, in what way, shape, or form did you think to yourself, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to Twitter. This is a great idea. Holy shit. And then he did. I could hear Josh yell all the way down the hall. And then he gets, and then this fucking guy tweets this shit out and he gets absolutely annihilated with it. With this esports hot take. Hot take my ass. This is just a fucking terrible take and you should have kept it to yourself. You know when they say when you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all? Literal example. Literal example. And then, now guys, I need to make sure that this is known here. At the point of all of these thoughts percolating in my head of what a fucking idiot this guy is, I had yet known... I hadn't yet known that he is an Apex Legends caster himself. That's the fucking bonkers thing to me. Is that he is an Apex Legends caster and he comes out with that take. Yeah, what? What, <laughs> what the fuck was he thinking? So then Golden Boy tweets this in response. He quote, he quote tweets B-Rad's tweet with the following. 
The amount of times I showed up and had to rewrite the show because some overpaid producer doesn't know the game or the amount of times talented to actually produce a show despite not being paid for it. Yup, totally useless. Get out of here with that trash ass take. I've had to block cameras for a show because production didn't consider rotating casters for breaks and didn't prepare for that. I wrote an entire run of a show hours before we went live because of incompetence. I know I'm worth more than the rate I'm paid, period. I want to be clear. I shouldn't have to do these things. I'm paid to do the job as noted in my contract, but when you care about something, you want to fix incompetence. Production companies abuse that passion regularly and oftentimes use it against us, yet we're quote unquote useless. Ash ass nicely. Is there a world where he was trying to advocate for better wages for the other production staff, but just fumbled it incredibly, bro? I don't know what the fuck he was doing. All I know is that that tweet should have stayed in the drafts and should never have been released. If you want to have that conversation with other folks in your scene, in your building, fucking go for it. You're an idiot for doing so, but go for it. But to put it out there for the world to see, but I don't think casters should be paid as much as they do. And I am one. The fuck? (laughs) Okay. So then RKN said the following, not directly related to the tweet. Um, this was separate, but I think it ties in nicely to what B-Rad was saying. As a player getting to appear on a desk, I feel it's necessary to ma- I make this tweet. I've seen a lot of criticism and, quite frankly, a lot of insults being cast the way of the desk and casters. I've seen it from viewers, and I've seen it from players. Yet each and every event, they choose to ignore it and continue to put on a show for you. What you see on screen is a blimp of the reality that is their job. The casters spend days and weeks of their own time studying and taking notes about teams to create storylines and development. They feed those stories into the broadcast and give you context that without them simply wouldn't exist. They practice their casting constantly and learn ways to seamlessly transition between fights, topics, and desk segments. All the meanwhile, they have control over nothing. They're the absolute legends of covering hours of dead time with no notice while with when unfortunate tech issues take place. They're casting over gameplay that's being controlled by other observers. They're constantly improving everything they can do to make the broadcast better, and they're always on the front line and receiving end of any and all hate. They work harder than any of the players do. Have some, have some respect. The casters make the show. We're very lucky to have the team that we do. They're incredible. I'm honored to have been on the desk with them. RKN said it perfectly. At the end, I forget whether or not I talked about this during our post shows for Arlington, but in the rule of thumb is don't go on Reddit, right? The rule of thumb is you don't go on Reddit because there's some terrible takes there too. I want to make this known real quick. During Arlington, like back in the Airbnb or whatever it was, because I was trying to do notes throughout the weekend to be prepared for the show because we flew back on Monday, okay? 
So I would go on Reddit, seeing if there's things that I missed throughout the weekend, whatever it may be, because Twitter had that dumbass fucking rate limit shit. Fuck you, Elon. And I wanted to make sure I wasn't missing anything. And I see these countless comments about, oh, I fucking hate. I hate the way this person talks. I hate this caster. I hate this analyst. I hate this duo. They're so bad. They're not witty. They don't make, they're, they're think they're funny when they're not. They're these stupid statements they keep saying. And I saw this and I physically got like heated. Like I was getting upset and I'm not those individuals, but I was getting upset for them because I couldn't fucking believe the things that I was reading. Things that of course you wouldn't fucking say to their faces because they're just idiots online. They have literally no idea the amount of work and dedication and preparation that goes into doing the job that they do. All they do is sit back and be keyboard warriors thinking that they can do something better when they absolutely cannot. So at the end of Arlington, I talked to a couple of the individuals that I saw comments about because I wanted to let them and every other caster and analyst know at that event that we appreciate what they do. We love what they do. And we understand that we could never do what they do. And while those individuals had said that they don't care about what people say online and whatnot, and I respect that I do. I want them to know that they don't deserve that shit. And while somebody may not agree with how they cast, how they analyze, whatever it may be, you can absolutely go about it a different way than being a fucking dickhead and on Reddit just so like I said put some fucking respect on them because they absolutely earned it and deserve it based off the amount of work and preparation and dedication that they put into their job just because you don't like how they may say something or you you don't like a duo of what it is doesn't mean you can be an asshole and it's a complete other instance of what B-Rad said but in different context, keep it to yourself. If you don't like what they do, keep it to yourself. Nobody fucking cares about what your opinion is. You fucking idiot. So there you go. That's what I wanted to say. Okay. So shout out to all the casters and the analysts in every, in every esport. You know what? I want to add one thing real quick. What people don't understand is that, and I want to see this more. I want to see this more. But what a lot of people don't understand is that, yes, they are trying to tell a story. They're trying to make things engaging. They're trying to cast and analyze over things that are happening during the game. And they're also trying to make it so it can be enjoyed by a wide range of audience. Those that know what's going on and those that not that necessarily don't. And the reason why I want to emphasize that is because the thing, one of the things I love is I love watching the Dota 2 International. Do I personally know what is happening in a Dota 2 game? No. But do I think it's incredibly enjoyable watching the International? Yes, but you want to know something that they do that I want to see others do as well. 
Now, the International is huge. It's one of the biggest tournaments of the year, probably the biggest tournament of the entire year when it comes to esports in terms of prize pools. Okay. Will, I don't know if you knew this, but for Dota, they have multiple broadcasts going on, multiples in different languages. Okay. So, but that's not the thing I want to talk about. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Right. You have like an English stream, like a Spanish stream, uh, uh, Chinese stream, whatever it may be. You have different streams for different languages. That's fucking awesome. But another thing that Dota does that I think is one of the coolest things ever. Now, I don't know if they continue to do this, but for the couple years that I was fully watching it, they did. They had a beginner stream. Dota is an incredibly complex game unbelievably complex where a caster or an analyst may say something that you have no idea what that person meant when they said it. Right. Yeah. Well, for Dota, they have a beginner stream where they have analysts and casters specifically tailored to the beginner experience of dissecting what is actually happening in the game to be relatable to new people coming in and watching it for the first time. How fucking cool is that? Now think about, again, think about how much time and dedication and practice it takes to do something like that. To quote unquote, dumb things down. To have it be relevant to anybody and anybody that wanted to tune in for the first time. That's fucking incredible to me. Now I'm not saying that every esports need that needs that because I understand how difficult that can be. But the thing that I want to see more of the thing that I want to see more of in other esports, Halo can be included as well, is that when an analyst or a caster, like when a caster is reacting to a play that is happening on the screen and they use a keyword that may not be understandable by the wide range of audience, but just the competitive audience, if they're able to, I understand it's a delicate dance that they're doing. If they're able to try to try to take a second, take a beat to explain what they just said, and they don't have to do it all the time because you're obviously going to have new viewers in and out all the time. But just having those little moments, like I think that's that'd be incredible. And not just Halo, but a whole bunch of other esports could benefit from doing that. And, I, and I'm guaranteed they already do to some extent. And yeah, Ash, it's really fucking cool, man. It's really cool that Dota does that. And like I said, I understand that not everyone's going to be able to do it because Dota's huge. Fucking massive, Right. But I would love to see if we're not able to have a dedicated stream for new people coming in for the first time, if we just had the the analysts and the casters that we have currently in any eSport, just take a second, a beat, if they use a keyword that not everybody understands to dissect that and explain it, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Dean of Deans, uh, Dean of Deans, welcome back. Um, Co-streams are also a great place for the more diehard fans. Anyway, if the main cast doesn't butter your toast, just find a co-stream that does. There you go. That's a good way to look at it too. Uh, Hero and AKA Cole, thank you guys for the follows. Welcome to the live show. Sorry that I missed you guys a little earlier. Akuza says, I've often uh, struggled to understand casters. Their callouts have never made much sense to me. This one-time phase in space station you're playing on Solitude and why not call down on the cast they're over on gray? I was so fucking confused. Oh my God. Okay. Trolling. Yeah, he's trolling. trolling. He is. I, sh I should have realized that he was trolling when he when it's his message. Mm. Fucking Ikuza, the pro talk troll. Um, 
Game Crazy says, I like this idea. It makes me think of an MLG player names they use to call it locations because that player was known for using that spot. Exactly, right? The, like Walshy on, on Pyrian perfect. or Solitude? Yes. Solitude. Either way, perfect example of this, strong siding. Do you know what strong siding is, Will? I don't. So it was used in the Arlington broadcast. I forgot exactly who said it. It may have been Bravo. Um, but someone said that a player was strong siding and not everybody understands what strong siding is. So for the uninitiated strong siding is when you look down and you're trying like, when you're, you're running away, you're trying to make your hitbox harder to hit for your head. Yeah. So you're holding your, your head, you're holding your head down while trying to get away. It's strong siding. That's what that's okay. I've heard that, but yeah. Um, Riz says like trippy has the trippy box on recharge. Um, Gandhi hopping. I've heard that before. See, it's, it's all these little things that not everybody would understand. And Ash makes a good point. They do have a video explaining what strong sighting is on the HTS YouTube channel, which is phenomenal. That's great. Love that. Seriously. But if you're going to use the term in the broadcast, this is no fucking shame to Bravo or anything like that. It's just, if you have the second, because I specifically remember hearing it and I'm like, Oh, it'd be so cool if he just explained that what that was right now. So just a piece of feedback for the future, you know? I would love to, I would love if they have the opportunity because I don't want it to detract from the broadcast. I don't want it to detract from what they're talking about, but if they have that split second to just explain what that is for the uninitiated, that'd just be so cool. Does it even work on infinite? I thought that head down was a classic halo thing. It works if you're not sprinting. See, I, I thought it was always like in the head type of thing, but the, it's just the fact that the term is still used, you know? I've always wanted to know, was Strongside actually known for doing or creating that, or did they just fit his name perfectly? Good question. We'll ask, uh, I mean, it's not going to be Strongside answers, but we'll ask Bravo in the interview. Stay tuned. Actually, I'll, I'll literally save that right now. Uh, Bodhi says it was him. He is him. <laughs> um. So yeah, HTS should make these videos and promo it during their streams. Hey, if you want to understand some of our call, it's a little better head over to YouTube and check it out. Insert name a video. That would be even better. That would literally be like a, a fixed issue. That would be a fix to this issue. If they did that, you could have it pump in the arena as well. They, because typically they'll like, typically what they have is if it's a feature station, they'll have like next match, this coming up, this. Like that's it. They don't have they don't have any break stuff playing. They don't have anything like that. So it like main broadcast side stations have those playing throughout the venue. Have them on a loop or whatever. Absolutely, absolutely. Like they should absolutely do that before the match and show it for the current map. That'd be cool. That'd be cool too. There's a lot of different ideas. It's just like I said for the casting side of this. I would love if they just you know. Did that. I'll mention it to magic after your stream. Maybe she can mention it to them. I'm lurking in there right now. Please do. Please do. I like I said, for just the overall for new folks coming in. And again, it's a delicate, it's a, it's a dance that they're doing. It's really difficult to, their job is incredibly difficult. I know I can't do it. Um, and they're, they don't have to do it all the time, right? It's just when they do mention it, if they have an opportunity to elaborate further for the new folks, that'd be cool. Is Bravo coming on the show? We'll do an interview with him later. Yes. Agreements have been made. It's just scheduling at this point. 
just scheduling at this point. That's good, Ash. They do. Uh, oh, God. Yoda Swan? I apologize if I mispronounced that. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. So there we go. Put some respect on the fucking casters and the analysts and the desk hosts and the stage hosts. Put some respect on fucking everybody, please. Please. Ikuza, that would be really fucking cool too. All right. Time for some regular news. Squad battle by Halo Infinite. Well, squad battle in Halo Infinite by 343. If you find big team battle too chaotic at 12v12, but 4v4 is just not enough, let us introduce you to the new squad battle, a.k.a. old big team battle playlist, because that's what it is. Resembling the BTB of old, squad battle pits 8v8 and it makes a slayer and objective modes on community, on com- community, community made maps that lend themselves well to both infantry and vehicular combat. Some might even look a little familiar to the Halo veterans. If you've played past titles, Halo 3 in particular, then this should be a walk down memory lane. If not, that's okay. There's no better time than now to jump in and experience the chaos because the three maps that are included are Last Resort, Valhalla, and Rat's Nest, a.k.a. Cuisini Bay, Valheim, and Rat's Nest. Um, Last Resort includes One Flag CTF, ugh, Slayer and King of the Hill, Valheim includes CTF uh, three captures to win, Slayer and Total Control, and Rat's Nest a CTF five capture to win, Slayer and King of the Hill. If only three for three gave us a playlist calendar. If only they kept shit, you know what I mean? If only the UI could support it. Getting rotated out tomorrow. Is it though? Is it though? I hope not. One flag CTF and HCS. Who says no? Everybody, daddy. Everybody fucking says no. Get out of here with that. Get That's a trash take. God. Uh, Dig site discoveries by uh, for Halo MCC by 343. I'm not going to read through it, but if you're interested in the modding scene for MCC, go check that article out. Halo support are looking into MCC crashing on PC since the update has gone out. This is by Halo support. Excuse me, Halo support. We're investigating reports of Halo MCC crashing after a launch on PC. If you're experiencing this, moving the game to your C drive may resolve it. If this issue is occurring after changing drives or MCC is already on your C drive, submit a ticket. And then a patch is on the way. A patch for Halo MCC is planned for to release later this week. We'll update here when the patch is available for download, so stay tuned. Mod creators, to ensure your Steam Workshop mods work on the latest build, use the accession tool to update the max game version to 1.325.1.0.0. There you go. Uh, Sky Chow returns to 343 as gameplay animator. This is by Sky. He says, I'm happy to announce that I've returned to 343 Industries as a gameplay animator. Even though it's only phase one of my journey, I'll work hard to contribute to my team, and I can't wait to share what I'm working on for my beloved game franchise. He back. He was gone. Now he back. And then Jez says not to worry about Halo's future. This is by Jez Corden of uh, Windows Central. He is, for those who don't know about Jez, he is pretty well known and respected within the Xbox scene. So I would more often than, I usually say take people's words with a grain of salt. He is potentially one of those individuals where I say there's a little more weight to his words. So this is by Jez Corden of Windows Central. He says, Halo fam, be wary of quote unquote rumors about the franchise's future. Let them cook. There's a rumor going around that Microsoft has deprioritized Halo. It isn't true. Of course, the situation is complex, but they're committed to Halo. 
this was primarily in response to Unishek's tweet where he's as a joke, what said retweet this tweet with like breaking halo news and then adding something to that. There was somebody who tweeted something that to the naked eye could have looked real, but obviously is not because it was a retweet in what uni was talking about, which again was just a joke, which I did. I, I, I'm not kidding when I say this, I know hindsight's 2020, but as soon as I saw him tweet that out, said retweet this with breaking halo news. I'm like, this is only going to end poorly. And there you go. Um, so yeah, Jez says, don't worry about it. The rumors aren't true because of uni's fucking tweet. And was that the one where someone went off the, uh, there, this was in response to another tweet. I believe someone put out like halo's future. Yes, yeah. it is. It was yes. And he did not call that person out by name, which is good on which him. Is good. Yeah. Yes, but he just wanted to clear the air. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Microsoft has Blizzard now, so put Halo on ice. They don't technically have them yet. The deal needs to go through by tomorrow. The deal needs to go through by tomorrow, or else Microsoft owes Activision Blizzard, like, I think, $3 billion? I think. Is it, yeah, I think the, the agreement was to have the purchase completed by the 18th of July, which is Tuesday. So they're probably at a fucking meeting table right now oh yeah i mean they've Just, been in the meeting table the whole time yeah it's it's all about the eu right now yeah and i'm not i'm not well versed in any of that i'm not here to talk about any of that because i'm not well versed any about any of it and i don't want to talk with my foot in my fucking mouth you know what i mean that's we're not going to get into that whole scenario all i do know is that the agreement was to have the purchase completed by tomorrow which is the 18th of july and if the purchase doesn't go through, then Microsoft owes Activision Blizzard a lot of money. And I'm not going to get into all the technical, the technicalities of it all, because I'm not well versed in them, and I'm not, I'm not able to talk on them. At work, my boss said you guys do a great job. Keep it up. Hey, thanks, Beats. Yeah, thanks, Beats. <laughs> tell, hey, tell your boss. Okay. I hope that. What you're doing right now by listening to this, if you are actually at work right now and you're listening to the show, I hope that that is okay. And I hope you're not doing something that'll get you in trouble. Okay? Okay, Beans? But if you are able to listen to us and you are at work and your boss told us that we're doing a good job and to keep it up, shout out to your boss. Hey. Hey. Uh, Sonic welcome says, uh, there's talk that an 18th deadline will be extended. Sure. There's talk. What we'll, we'll wait and see. Like, I don't, like I said, I'm not here to talk about any of that. I don't know. All I know is that the deadline currently in place is the 18th, which is tomorrow. And the U S is not in their way anymore. It's just the EU that's in their way currently. So we'll wait and fucking see. Any hope for a broadcast of ANC next weekend? If, um, oh my God, what is his name? I feel like an asshole right now. He usually solely like streams the Australian, New Zealand stuff. Why do I feel like an asshole right now for not remembering his fucking name? Ash, you know who I'm talking about. It's Mac, right? Yeah, Mac. That's it. That's literally it. Yes. Hopefully Mac does it. Hopefully Mac does it. It's okay. We usually watch streams here and there. He's a fan of Halo, so I had to put him on to you guys. Oh, thank you so much, man. Like I said, shout out to your boss. 
Sounds like a rad dude for wanting to fucking listen to us bitch about this game that we love. Uh, all right. That's it for the regular news. Larry Herb, Xbox Live's Major Nelson, departs Xbox. This is by Larry Herb. He says, after 20 incredible years, 20 incredible years, I've decided to take a step back and work on the next chapter of my career. As I take a moment and think about all we have done together, I want to thank the millions of gamers around the world who have included me as part of their lives. Also, thanks to Xbox team members for trusting me to have a direct dialogue with our customers. The future is bright for Xbox, and as a gamer, I'm excited to see the evolution. Thanks, and I'll see you all online. Larry Herb. I mean, I've seen the tweets come out and everything, but it is 1,000% true, and I don't think there's any other better statement to say it, but this is the end of an era. Larry's been around forever. And to see that tweet the other day, I'm like, wow. Just one of those things that you just never expect to have happen. And then the tweet comes out and like, oh my God, he's a human being who wants to do something else. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, so shout out Larry. Thank you for everything that you've done. And thank you for being a positive beacon in this space. I know that there were a lot of dark days for Xbox. I mean, fucking Dan Matrick. The Xbox One. You know, the at-home entertainment box. Fucking Christ. <laughs> I will say... The one thing that was kind of cool about the Xbox One is that you could plug your fucking cable box into it. And I know that a lot of people may not have cable boxes anymore, but for somebody who has a cable box, that was kind of neat. But, you know, that console was also a dumpster fire. So, here just uh, tell the segment name, and he said, wow, this dude is passionate. Yeah. You got to keep the energy. Pump it, baby! Oh, man. Homepage has been that for like 15 years. Big sad, but also happy for him. I don't know what that link was crazy, but I'll just say, hell yeah. <laughs> hey, they removed that feature. My Xbox One ran for like six years straight. Yeah, it was, it was cool, man. It was a cool thing that they, they marketed that and advertised that so fucking poorly. Literally Call of Duty Sports and TV. Like that's how they advertised the Xbox One. And the fact that it came out and they had to have Connect in the box which means it was $500 immediately. And then later they remove connect from the box. It's like, come the fuck on guys. Did I buy one on launch day? Absolutely. But. Oh, your homepage was majornelson.com. Hey, that's fucking, that's dedication right there. It would be better to keep uh, connect function with series console. That would have been something. But I don't know. I love controlling my TV with it. And do you remember snapping Netflix or TV? It was great. The snap feature was kind of cool, but like it, I, I wished it was more of like a pure, like PIP mode, picture in picture, instead of the like snapping, like a fucking fourth of the screen to have like the window be in the middle of that fourth of the section. It just didn't, it wasn't that great. It just wasn't that great. Oh man. Todd also said that once Starfield is released, the wait for Elder Scrolls will not be too long. I fucking hope not. I cannot wait for Elder Scrolls 6. 
Xbox One X didn't have a port for Connect, but I could use the adapter and the firmware could read it. Series consoles don't have to see. Yeah, yeah, they don't. You're right. Um, assistant, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Yeah, uh, like a true PIP mode would have been awesome on the original Xbox One. And if they like if they carried that through, oh, that'd be fucking sweet. Do you guys see the service? Yeah, yeah. Not only that, man, but like fucking servers for Shadowrun. You see that shit? Nope. Ash, we were literally talking about the snap feature. Get the fucking program. God damn it. Yeah, Shadowrun servers, they're back. They're back online. Go check that shit out if you're any at all interested. And by the way, Ash, I was just giving you shit. Hope you know that. That's it for Kyra Games of Watch. It's time for <laughs> Will's Adventures with the Nailovers. Some other games, too. Will, what'd you play <sighs> last week? Well, played some Halo Infinite. Same yeah, you did. Same stuff. HRL. Um, weekly Ultimate. And then um, played some eights. Uh Buddy has a server that they're trying to get eights going every day of the week, pretty much right now. So it's been hopping into those and then community play date, which I'm sure Josh will talk about. I had an awesome game on, uh, I forget the map, the old map where I almost had a perfection, but anyway, uh, played some WWE 2k 23. Yeah, we did. Patreon exclusive. Uh, and then <laughs> I'll, I'll shout that out. Yeah. Um, I have to give a shout out to Fox too quick, AKA Steve. He hopped on sea of thieves for, with me the other day. I wanted to take a break from, you know, the intensity of halo infinite solo queuing ranked four stacking ranked, whatever you want to call it. They're working on it. Yep. Um, you know, eights. I wanted to take a break from all that. So played sea of thieves. Nice. He showed me a few things they added to the game that I was unaware of, uh, made some money. And then after about an hour and a half of gameplay, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm good. Thanks for hopping on. And he had to go do some stuff too. So it was perfect timing. Sweet. So yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, it's a great game to like chill on, especially if you don't run into PVP. Sometimes you, sometimes I want, sometimes I don't want to. I feel you. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to go make some money and come back, especially because there's like this. Um, I played a lot of year one and there were. You got to a uh, pirate legend, uh, didn't you? Yes, I am a pirate legend. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, pirate legend loot or gear, I guess, that came out. And instead of the purple and gold theme from year one, it is now a black and red theme. Mm. But the shit's expensive. Like we're talking like. 2 million coins for your sales and you know, two, two and a half million for your, your ship color. And then like 2 million for a jacket. So it is. Yeah. Fuck that. It is a lot of grinding to get that stuff. Fuck that. And it's, it's possible. I mean, with the amount of loot they have in the game now, and if you go for the big stuff, but you have to play a lot. So maybe I just want one of those things and call it good. Izzy Scout, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Yeah, that's uh, what I played this week. What about you, Josh? I played some Halo Infinite as well for the community play date and then one of the pro, uh, Play with Pro Talk segments, which is also Patreon oh, exclusive yeah, with Riz. Yeah. 
Um, Izzy Scout says, it was great meeting you in Arlington. Hey, thank you so much, man. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you. Um, and then also played some WWE 2K23. So like, this is a shameless plug here. Will will also shameless plug this as we get to the plug section of the show. But um, on our Patreon at the $10 tier and up, you will get a Pro Talk Plays monthly video show where we play games together. And this was my most anticipated one we've ever done. We played WWE 2K23 with custom wrestlers, custom intros, and it was fucking awesome. So if if you're any at all interested, this is the shameless plug here. And you like if you if you're a Twitch sub, thank you very much for being a Twitch sub. But if you want your money to go further, uh, the ten dollar and up tier will get you access to that. It's fucking I and it releases this week and I can't fucking wait. It's gonna be so funny. Um Oh my god. All right, but that's all I played. Will let's get some shout outs. Actually, before that, Ronan, I think it was you that asked no mention of the Diablo season. Uh I'm if you're gonna be playing the Diablo season, cool. Personally, I'm not, so that's kind of why I didn't mention it. But yeah, Diablo season the Diablo 4 season one is gonna be releasing soon. Um Hopefully it's good. I hope it's good. And then Destiny 2, uh, fucking why am I forgetting the name of the event already? It comes out tomorrow again. Wow. I feel like an idiot. Either way, there's an event for Destiny 2 that releases tomorrow. It's back again. Um, Solstice, thank you. Uh, Leonhart, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. I will be playing that. Because I have never gotten as much Destiny as I played. I've never gotten a title in Destiny 2. And I know that the Flamekeeper title, and it's kind of, you know, relative to my name, JK Fire. I, if it's the same title of Flamekeeper, which I think it is, I've heard that it's one of the easier titles to get in the game. And I would love to be able to get a title for the first time. So I'm going to be going for the Flamekeeper title. And that is that. So. That's tomorrow. And the Tenrai 2 event is tomorrow as well. So stay tuned for that if you're playing Halo Infinite, which everybody should be, I, I would assume. Um, yeah, the Tenrai 2 event releases tomorrow. So stay tuned. Ever played Destiny 2? Heard it's really overcomplicated for new players. It definitely can be. Um, Ikuza, it absolutely can be. But for me, with D2, it's and I will say this till the day I die, basically, is that it is one of the best shooters I've ever played. It is easily one of the best FPSs I have ever played. The shooting is phenomenal in that game. The guns feel incredible. The powers feel great. The movement is great. Like, everything in that game feels phenomenal. So... If you were interested in playing Destiny 2, the ba- the very bare bones base portion of the game is free. You can download it and play right now. But if you were actually interested in playing it, like playing it, playing it, yes, it can be complicated, and I would wait for a very deep sale on everything to come before you purchase into it. That's what I'll say. Bobetta Feta, shout out to you. Welcome back. Resub for four months. You get a woo! Hope you're doing well. Oh, man. Haven't seen you in a while. Um, You might give it a go. I 
as somebody who like I am at a point with destiny now where I only come back for new content. Like I'll play, I'll exhaust through the new content. I'll put the game down, play something else. Then when a new expansion or new update comes out, I'll come back for it. Right. I still adore the gameplay in that game. I love the moment to moment, second to second gameplay in that game. It's so fucking good. But if you were actually interested in really diving in, wait for a deep sale. Now really for the shout outs. Shout out to everyone who joined in the community play date. That was Riz, Zarn, Rasta Monkey Jr., All and Juan, Fox Too Quick, High Tech, Redneck, and Pancakes. Um, Juan, I'm sorry your power went out because that fucking blows right before we were about to get that yeah. monumental flag the cap flag by you. Run. Yep. We we was literally one flag CTF on last resort. I didn't I didn't cap it, but I I Oh, you got it in there. You got it out of there, was, I mean. Yeah, I pulled it out of mid. Hell yeah. Which was just insane. And we won that game. Yeah, we won that game. Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. Let me catch up right quick. We have Jackal, Rowboats, Two Times the Noodle, Funk, C.E. Fizzy, uh, on y'all. Not going to screw that up this time. Rap Hands, Labels, Senior Soft Skin, XDDD, Reg G. James, Space Station, the, uh, the, Never mind. I forgot what I was even going to say about that. Lazy, Sussa, Sweet, uh, Salsa and Chips, AC, a.k.a. Cole, Hero, Yoda, Assistant, Izzy Scout. Thank you guys for the follows. Greatly appreciated. Then we have the fucking Daddy with the bit and Head Honcho with the 20 bits. Hashtag bit by bit. And then Game Crazy with the two-month resub. Sunzel with the gifted sub. And Bobetta Feta with the four-month resub. You guys get a woo! Thank you so much. Greatly appreciated. Um, and then shout out to everyone who's a patron at the semi-pro and higher tiers. These include Brad Elliott, Uncle Pumpy, Peanut Mutt, One Swollen Danny, Pistol RX, Danny Phantom, Riznak, Zarners, Obby Joy, Mr. Smiley, High Tech Redneck, Goalie Sniper, Heavy Rainfall, Lady Dartboard, and Carnage. Thank you guys very much for the added support over on the Patreon. Yahoo! <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. It's okay. Fucking remember Yahoo. Yeah. Yeah. Yahoo. Yahoo. Like the, the fucking the website, the, the search, search yeah. engine. Yeah. I mean, I still have a Yahoo email. I hate you. It's like a secondary email. Oh, that's gross. You know, if I need to like give my email information out for like spam shit, you know that what old one, you know what slaps? What's that? You who's the chocolate, the drink? chocolate drink. Yeah. yeah. You who's, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had one. Holy shit. Yeah. Yoohoo's are good, man. Yoohoo's good shit. Go try that shit. All right. Community creations. Hello memes. Halo memes every day. Red.com forward slash R forward slash Halo memes. Fuck the CEO of Reddit though. Just throwing that out there. Uh, and then singing the Halo theme song for Game Choir by none other than All in One. Yoohoo's aren't that good. Akuza. Oh no. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's fine. I'm not going to shit on what you like. You like what you like and that's perfectly fine. That's all I got, Will. We're at the end of the show. Would you mind doing me a solid? Yeah. Would you plug this, bitch? Yeah, we'll start with the Patreon that we've talked about so much. Uh, we haven't gone into detail about this, so I'm going to run through our tiers real quick. Do it, man. Uh, just because it hasn't happened in a while. So here we go. Our first one, entry level, is just a supporter of HES Pro Talk. It's $2 a month. 
Um, at this tier, you'll be a monetary supporter of HGS Pro Talk. There's no other real benefits to it. All this slander on you, who's my dude? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, but if you want to help us out, be a, a supporter on Patreon. That's the first tier. Shout uh, out Matty Rums. Yeah. He's in that supporter he's tier. The only one. I, I got to give him a shout out, you know? I know we don't give shout outs to supporter tier, but well, he's been there longer. Matty deserves a shout out. Um, our second tier, the semi pro tier, $5 a month. At this tier, you will have. Oh, I'm not going to read all that. You'll gain access to the following access to a pro talk off the rails, an audio podcast dedicated to everything but Halo. We talk about Halo sometimes if games are involved, but on, you get an extra audio show. Our, get, our most recent one that's releasing this week is our top five favorite movies of all time. There you go. With plenty of honorable mentions. Um, you get access to a bri- private Discord channel for patrons in the mm-hmm. our HGS Pro Talk server where you can participate in a monthly Q&A with the HGS Pro Talk hosts. Which and is that, this Friday. Uh, at this tier, you also gain access to the direct shout out during the show. At the pro tier, $10 a month, you get access to a pro talk play series where we play a game, do crazy shit or not, or get, you know, get screwed over in Fortnite for five games. But it's not Ikuza. Sorry. Uh, yeah. WWE 2K23 this week for July. It's, it's a banger. It's a fucking banger. Um, yeah, Pro Talk Play Series, a uh, video show where we play games and send it out. Uh, you, at this tier, you'll also be able to send emails and voicemails to be read or listened to during the show. Vote for the topic of the show. Haven't done that one yet, but we need to get that on uh, going. Yep. Um, access to all early rewards, of course. And then um, end of the year thank you video. So we started this in January. So yes. We're getting there. We're getting there. Um, and then the final tier, the $25 a month, is the GOAT tier. Yes. And... Uh, if you're a subscriber there, you might get to do a little something special with us. A little something so go, special. Yeah, yeah. We fucking. Go check out the Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash HGS Pro Talk. Ronan says, what's your favorite movie that nobody talks about? Literally my number one. Yeah. In that show, in that episode, my number one nobody talks about. All right. Um, and then let's re- let's finish the plugs. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HGS Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify and others as well. Leave us a reveal and let others know about the show. Do it. You can also find us on Josh's favorite. Pocket cast, not an ad. Real quick. Yeah. Uh I say this every once in a while because I just I just want to throw it out there. Feel free to do so if you want or don't. That's perfectly fine as well. But sometimes I just want to throw it out there. If you do like the show, this is gonna sound weird because I know not this isn't like a normal thing to do, but if you do like the show, consider leaving a review. That's it. Consider leaving a review. That's all I got. I, I usually I don't normally talk about it, so I just wanted to throw it out every once in a while. Here's that once in a while. There you go. All right, fair. Um, you can find us on all the social medias. Well, not all of them, but Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, even if you want to check us out there. <laughs> Bobetta, you're right. You're spot on. <laughs> um, Where to review? Uh, iTunes, typically iTunes, Spotify may have a review section as well if you listen yeah. on Spotify, but yeah, typically iTunes. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Will. Sorry. Um, we also have our YouTube channel with all of our previous VODs and interview series. If you want to check out, uh, we did interviews with Saiyan, Clutch. Saiyan? Um, Who's Saiyan? Oh, now uh, Lucid. Back when he was Back Saiyan. when he was Saiyan. Yep. Um, onset. Onset. Tony, why not? Mm-hmm. And a few others. Mark Gomes. Go check it out. Jersey. Check them out. Yep. If you want to watch live, 
twitch.com slash or twitch.tv twitch.com twitch.com twitch.tv slash hgs pro talk mondays 7 p.m central mm-hmm. go to hgsprotalk.com it'll actually send you over to evolvehalo.com your home for halo since we've partnered with the fine folks over there yeah. go check out their shows as well they're great wonderful uh there's they have such shows such <laughs> Wow, stumbling now. They're there great, shows wonderful. such as Podcast Evolve, Mission Debrief, Halo TV Plus, Book Club, Build With Blocks, Halo Headlines, and Halo Gear Guide. Go check them out. Yes, Bobetta. We have merch. Bodie. Bodie! Just put it in the chat. There you go. Back just in time for shout outs. Hey, Aura Force. Welcome back. Good to see you. Interstellar. It's in the honorable mentions, Ronan. Maddie merch, that's over at noobcombo.com. Or do, is he saying we should have well, Maddie merch? We need the fuck you, Maddie, and he needs the fuck you, Josh. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we need to do. We still need to make that happen somehow, some way. So, I never forgot about that. That's still locked in the brain. I may be 31 and stupid sometimes, but like I fucking remember that dumb idea. <laughs> Interstellar is the best movie of all time. It is. In my opinion, not, but it is very, 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 very good. Christopher Nolan is my favorite director of all time, so. I do quite like Interstellar. Yeah, it's in my honorable mentions. It's not Blade Runner either. Like I said, it's a movie that fucking literally nobody talks about. Right? Have you heard anybody talk about my number one? No. No. (laughs) Absolutely not. Cool. Is that it, Will? That's all I got. All right, cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 296 of HCS Pro Talk. I was uh, looking through the calendar, you know, and like we're four episodes away from the 300. Yeah. It's in the middle of August. So what we'll be able to do is we'll be able to have our pre and post shows for SLC. It'll be the show directly after our post show. Oh, God. So we have to we have to think about something. But yeah, okay. episode 300 is the episode right after our uh, Salt Lake City Global Invitational presented by Space Station post show. It's right after that. So there you go. Get excited. 300, man. Not including. Well, actually, yeah, that does include the interviews, doesn't it? Uh, I think so. I think so, too. But yeah, 300 episodes. Holy fucking moly, dude. Wow. Over five years. Holy shit. Ladies and gentlemen. Episode 300, they finally bang on camera. No. On camera. We fuck on camera. Uh, we're going to get TOS'd. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll put it under, um, what the fuck is it? Not just chatting, but what's like the, what's the category where they eat food? Is that, is that still a category? Is that still a category? Is that, is that, we put it under that fucking category. <laughs> Drop the OnlyFans link. Nah, man, we do this shit for free. Oh, we're a, we're men of the people. Hot tub. Yeah. Oh yeah. There we go. Fucking a hot Doesn't, tub. That's is, not, that's a, that's not against TOS. As long as we're legitimately a category. In, yeah. As long as we're legitimately in a hot tub. Two dudes just fucking making weird narwhal sounds. Inspiring. Blissful. That'll be the episode that Will says daddy for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> no, none of this. Yes. 
That's it, baby! <laughs> Holy shit. Will's out. I can see it in his eyes. Trust me, Will's been out for like an hour. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, all right, guys, that's going to do it for episode 296. Thank you so much for being here. For those that are tuning in live, thank you so much for adding to the conversation, for being respectful. Um, as always, you guys are great and continue to be great. Um, it It's always a great feeling knowing that we don't have to put our fucking mod pants on all the time and just know that you guys are able to act like adults as much as possible, Yeah, you know? Um, so thank you guys for doing so. Um, for those tuning into the audio version or checking out the YouTube vibe, thank you guys as well. Hope you guys are having a great night, day, week, month, year, whatever it may be. Um, I make the joke of like having a good shit, listen or watch this on the shitter because you know, that's how I watch and listen to shit too is on the pooper. So, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, or in the term uh, or in the way of, uh, Oh my God, why am I forgetting who it was already? But someone, someone's boss, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. The Elmo me and boss makes a dollar. I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. So, you know, all right. All that away. Um, thank you all so much for being here. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, to watch whatever it may be to engage. Like Will talked about earlier, if you want to keep the conversation going, join the Discord. It's free. There's no barrier to entry except you just have to join. Um, and you can keep the conversation going there. Um, to the new folks that tuned in for the first time live that were able to make it, hope you guys had a good time. Hope you enjoyed what the live environment of the show actually is. Um, and we hope to see you again for the next one. Guys, we'll be back next week. I think we're going to go um, raid Collect because I think he needs some good vibes. I think Collect needs some good vibes after all the shit that was thrown <laughs> Native White's way. You know what I mean? Sure. Guys, we'll be back next week. Love you and appreciate you all. But until then, bye-bye. <laughs>